all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. Maybe wondering if I'm a jinx, Justin, because you and Karima had it rolling the last couple of games and got to talk about dubs. And then here I am coming back. And it's the opposite of a dub. <laughs> My jinx, do I bring the bad luck? I mean, well, the, the Cavs game was not a dub, but... Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Like, yeah. Listen, I've completely lost track already of time, schedule, everything. But we're here. We're here. The Warriors are 6-3, and three, and I find it very hard to be upset at all mm-hmm. about what their record is right now going into a very extended homestand, which we'll talk about later. Um... So, yeah, let's get into it. I think that, look, I don't believe in moral victories. So I have to say that because I don't want anything to sound like after what I'm saying. It's like, oh, it's a moral victory. It's not. I want them to win. I think they should have won. They had a chance to win. And um, you could tell that they really wanted to win, too. And that that's that's a good place to start you know like that they were not casual about it so um but yeah i mean look this game didn't actually um end up being what we thought it would be no jamal murray who's going to miss some some sounds like some significant time i think they said about a month um Mm -hmm. something along those lines so he's gonna miss some time um for the nuggets and uh no Draymond Green or Gary Payton the second. Draymond for personal reasons, GP2 for um illness. So Warriors without two key rotation pieces um defensively, but also people that still impact our offense. Um players that impact our offense and the the Nuggets without Jamal Murray also a key piece. They're number 2, you know. So uh it it's I feel like it's hard to draw too much from this game and I still feel like there's some good takeaways you can get from this game my biggest takeaway before we dig into like the actual game is that I hope for anybody and I think in this case I'm talking a little bit to Warriors fans because like the national media haters whoever people gonna think what they're gonna think Mm -hmm. but I hope after this game that no one is sitting up here thinking anymore that the Nuggets are on some level and tear far ahead of the Warriors. They're not. Um, both teams were missing key players. Um, and I I think, though, this also shows you why, not that I don't think the Warriors can't win a series on the road, but I think this is one of those reasons, too, why I think like the Warriors, barring health, are going to actually be closer to 60 wins. If not, because I think both teams are really going to want home court advantage. Like, it's, you know, like, I know the Warriors ain't trying to have a series. I Their preference, I'm sure, would be not to have a series in the altitude. And I know that Denver knows that that's their advantage. And you, I'm not their only advantage, obviously, but I'm just saying. Like, you look at this game... And it wasn't it like no team could really get like a substantial lead over the other, never more than uh, six points, um, you know. And like, look, you always look and say, 
there's things I wish I can have back. I'm sure Jokic is like, damn, I'm not going to miss two free throws again. Um, you know, Steph is going to shoot better than he shot. And he wasn't even like awful, but he's going to shoot better. Steph is not going to miss a game tying layup like that regularly. That's not going to happen. Um, you know, so, and I'm just talking about the things that they can control. I saw a lot of commentary about officiating and yes, I do think some of it was not good, but like, you know, I'm not harping on that. I don't think that's like the decider of the game, but, um, you know, both teams were missing players. And so both teams could have done things a little differently. Uh, but I think before we jo join, there were some notable things that you were saying. The fact that like the Warriors did not like play their main guys that were there as many minutes as, as Denver had to play their rotation and keep it short. Um, the fact that the Warriors could be in this game going into their bench, tapping into um, the depth that they have, to me, is like a better is a better thing. I know Jokic can take off take on more of the load. He's gonna have to do that right now with Jamal Murray out. He kind of got it going in the second quarter. So um, yeah, I, I think that this is you know barring anything crazy. I think this is going to be the Western Conference Finals matchup. And so, um, yeah, I, I wish they would have won. They could have won. I really wish Steph would have tied, um, tied the game. But, again, that wouldn't have been a game winner. It just would have tied the game. And then who knows? I probably wasn't in the mood for overtime anyway. So credit Denver. They closed out. They did what they had to do. Um and we'll see them again three more times this season. It's going to be fun, I think. Yeah, I think Golden State, you know, despite everything going against them, showed, like you said, that they aren't far away from this team at all, right? Like everything considered eighth city, eighth game of this road trip to start the season, multiple back-to-backs already, both on the road. Um already coming into this game tired legs uh and the nuggets have been on a homestand i'm pretty sure so yeah majority of their games have been at home during this opening to start mm -hmm. so it's a ton going against golden state obviously jamal murray is a big loss for the nuggets but not having your two best defenders up to this point in the season and Draymond green and gary payton the second um and these are two guys who are not only great defenders but they turn defense into offense like you said um Gary's a half-court offensive player as well. So both teams were missing significant pieces. The Warriors have heavier legs, and they were still right there in the end with position to with a chance to win this game, right? Like when when the games are this close, you can point to a thousand and one things to say that you can make it different and the and the result of the game would be different. But um, you know, we had 19 minutes for Jonathan Kaminga, he was a plus nine, 18 for Trace, he was a plus four. 26 for Dario, who was a minus 12. I think Dario is not going to be great for this matchup here. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's just something that they learned. Obviously, if Draymond played, Dario probably plays less or Trace probably plays less. But I do think in this matchup specifically, you need a little bit more athleticism. You need a little bit more pop towards the rim than what Dario brings. So when the team is fully healthy, I would like to see them play Trace a little bit more than Dario and then give Draymond all the rest of those minutes. 
And um, yeah, I mean, free throws, Clay missed three. Un- uncharacteristic, you know what I mean? Like that changes the game if he makes all three of those. Right. Um, That's another back. thing. Mm-hmm. Said, like people are going to want things back. Wiggins is still Wiggins, and we can talk about him too. Yep. Yep. Uh, Joker, I mean, started the game out. Like, I think he only had, he had like 15 on 15 shots at one point. And then like, he just kind of, you know, went into his, his post bag and he just doesn't really miss around the rim and got back to his averages, but he was only a plus three and he's usually like way more productive than that. Uh, But yeah, I think this is an encouraging effort. Like you said, there's no moral victories, but you definitely could have came out of this game thinking, damn, they got an uphill battle against this team, but it's like, yeah, and if they got molly wops or right, if you it know, if it was like Denver just came in and railroaded them, you mm-hmm. know, um, that was different. But that didn't happen for sure. And I, I feel like with both teams missing key guys, you can say the teams are like more evenly matched right now. So um, sure. I don't. I think it's fair to judge them and say like, look, these teams are and, close to each other. And and like I was saying. I mean, Denver probably, I mean, Draymond is missing, but Denver probably has the best starting five, right? Like, they just have so much offense, so much size in that starting five. Reggie kind of put on his Jamal Murray hat today. He had 20 20 points and six assists. That's pretty much a regular season Jamal Murray performance right there. And as a group, they were plus, you know, there's a bunch of guys plus 12, a few guys plus 13, and Jokic was plus three. So they kind of dominated when they were all out there. And the Nuggets bench is a bunch of young dudes and like in Justin Holiday, like they will not be good against the Warriors. Like their bench is not going to be good against the Warriors. That's just how it's going to be, right? A bunch of minus eight, minus nine, minus 12. Meanwhile, the Warriors bench plus nine, plus four, plus five, plus six. That's kind of the Warriors way to close that gap with the starting lineups, especially until Wiggins right. and Loon get up to speed. Um, that's just kind of how it's going to be the way the Warriors beat a lot of these contending teams because they just have the best bench. Like, they have so much talent throughout the roster. They might not have the same top-end talent, but they have enough talent throughout the roster to make up for that, and it showed tonight. And once those starters get caught up to speed and get back close to a level where we know they can get to, then it's going to be a lot more wins, and, uh, you know, they'll look a lot different. Yeah, well, they got a homestand coming, so hopefully – they can utilize that. Um, the Nuggets, so both the Warriors and the Nuggets have played nine games so far. I think that might lead the league. Um, but six of the Nuggets, nine, have been at home. Mm. Two of the Warriors, nine, <laughs> have been at home. This is why, um, you know, I had someone, like, trying to challenge me the other day in my mentions, like, talking about like Warriors Homer when I said they've they had an exceptional start that was prior to this game um and he's like exceptional is like a stretch and I said no it's actually not I said mm-hmm. they have one of the harder strength of schedules I said their games have primarily been on the road 75 percent of their games have been on the road because at that point you're talking about eight games right so only two games at home the other six on the road, that's 75% of their games on the road. Mm-hmm. I said winning only having lost one game at that time or two games, I think whatever it was at that time, I said with the, with the fact that they've been on the road is more impressive than 
if you only have like one loss and it, you know, it's just not the same. So mm-hmm. anyway, that individual was like, yeah, okay. But I don't even see how that's like a crazy or a wild take. Like I said, it's not even, it's just a well-known thing. People perform better at home. Mm-hmm. Road records typically are not as good as home records. It's harder to like, I don't and, even see how this is crazy. And, so and, I didn't get it. And two of the seven road games were on a back-to-back. Right. It's like, <laughs> and they were in multiple cities, multiple time zones. Like that was like yeah. another side conversation that was like happening in my mentions. Cause people were like, I don't think unless people really travel that they understand like the, the toll traveling takes. And that's a real thing. And that's mm-hmm. not even like, and I'm not even an athlete. And I say that because like I used to travel all the time for work. Like sometimes I would just take day trips to DC, not even um, a different time zone. And um, I'd be so exhausted just from like flying in and flying out, mm-hmm. you know, because like you go to DC for the day, come back from DC for the day. And I remember one week though with my job, I remember it was like, I was like, in the, in the last like week, or it might've been like an eight day span, I'd been in four different time zones. It fucks up your body. Mm-hmm. It messes up your body. And I didn't have to, I just had to be alert to talk to people and do presentations. These dudes have to be. They play against the champs. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and just are. multiple teams who are coming for them and to, you know, mm-hmm. So to me, I, I truly do think it's an incredible start to the season. Um, you know, it is. So I like I, I'm truly like they've lost three games. So on the road, they had seven games, five and two on the road to start the season and split a home, a split a one and one. Yep. And of all of these games, they definitely could have won all of them. But I do think, like, the game one, they should have won. Yes. Game one, they should have won. So I'll give them the two road losses. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, that's that. Like, I look at the team and I look at the schedule and I'm like, and what they've played, and I'm like, okay, they really should be seven and two right now but mm-hmm. they're gonna get that back with this homestand and that's that that's how it all balances out for sure and you you hope that with this homestand um wigs can um I, and i know you mentioned that before can like you know get it back um because if yep. he gets some momentum then he can like take that and carry it with him and it is it is an extended homestand an extended homestand so um, it is six games. Yeah, it's six, six games, games, and then I think yeah, Cleveland, who you know they're gonna want to get back against. Right. Now they have two against Mini. That won't; those won't be easy games. One of them's a back to back, and then they have two versus OKC. None of those are actually easy games. It's like Cleveland, and then it's two versus Minnesota, two versus OKC, and then Houston. Um, I don't like these baseball series at all, but whatever. Um, <laughs> huh? No, you're right. It's it's kind of annoying. Yeah. So, um, but whatever. So they're gonna have six games at home. 
and I think that'll I think I think that'll be really good for them. I, yeah, really I mean, them. from from this from their next game all the way to Christmas, they're either at home, somewhere else in California, or in Phoenix or Portland, which is pretty close. Like just Phoenix, yeah, for the rest of the month. You said right? No, until until Christmas. Oh, until Christmas, yeah. So this is like a good twenty games, maybe, um, where they're just in the same zone, like same time zone. Maybe an hour flight, maybe an hour and a half flight, maybe a bus ride. So they're gonna be kind of chilling, like they won't have the ch- the travel legs on their body. So this is a good uh, stand for them to rack up a ton of wins and kind of get ahead and make up some ground um, for this, you know, nasty start that they had. I mean, as far as like travel. Right. Um, on the season. Right. Like and, and like you said, being able to be six and three coming out of this is big. Right. Because now you're about to win 18 out of 22, something like that. Right. Like yeah. that'll really push you up. But I mean, I really like what the team is at. Like we we also don't take into account Draymond has missed two games. Right. He's They've lost both games that he's missed, but they've been close games. So it shows that yeah. they're still a high functioning team without. Right someone who on most nights is going to be their second or third most impactful player. Right. Um, so this team has a really high floor and a really high ceiling that we've seen. If Draymond plays, they're five and one, six and one. Yeah. Um, and also not just, I mean, and Draymond's actually been pretty good. He's been hitting some threes, but not just if he plays, it's also like him just getting back into like game shape and being full right. Draymond, which he's not there yet. And now he missed the game tonight. So he will get there. But my 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 point is simply that they don't have like Dre Dre back yet. Mm-hmm. They don't have so, Dre Dre. They don't have Wigs Wigs. <laughs> right for a different different thing. Like for so you know Janelle Moore um, posed something interesting about Andrew Wiggins, and um, I didn't think about this because about the actual length of time it takes for the recovery of his rib. So not that he's still dealing with the rib itself, but the rib maybe limiting how much he could do in the off season. Um, I wish I had her tweet, but basically like it would have impacted his off season in terms of like getting prepared and getting ready and like all those things because of the recovery. So it's like now you're like trying to get back because you couldn't like really, really play. And I don't know. I have no idea because I don't recall. I don't think Andrew Wiggins was like posting videos of like workouts and doing things or whatever. So I don't really know what he was doing. I know that like the team collectively was meeting up, you know, but I don't know, like to the fact of like whatever his regular off season regimen was or is that he was able to do it. So, but it was interesting. Cause I was like, yeah, you know, I never thought about it like that. To me, it was like, okay, that injury happened and he's back this year, but not how it may have lingered into the off season and affected his ability. Right. Cause you look at like Clay Thompson last season, he didn't prepare it. Granted for him, it was a mental hurdle, but he didn't prepare for the season in the off season, the way he normally would. And it definitely impacted his play on the court. So mm-hmm. I, I agree with you um, when you were talking and you said like Wiggs is in his head. And I, I definitely think he is. I'm, you know, Steve Kerr has benched him a few times. 
But like, look, they're still going to him to start right now. I don't think the team has lost faith in him, but they do want him and need him to play better. Tonight's the night, like Andrew Wiggins plays better and they probably win the game, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, like, I don't know. I, like, I just don't feel like some, you know, I know that he had, like, a reputation before. So people are like, he looks checked out. He looks this. I, I don't think Andrew's checked out personally. No. Um, coming into the season, he was talking about trying to be an all-star again. He wants to make a defensive team. He talked about the fact that he thinks he is pretty important to the team. And so last year, him not being there mattered, you know, and and mm-hmm. in the playoffs, once Andrew kind of started to like be himself, he was playing well until he broke his rib, you know, so like once he got off some of the rust. So I don't believe that we've just lost that player and he doesn't know how to play basketball anymore. I don't believe that. So mm-hmm. it's just unfortunate. It's a little slump you know something he's going through right now to start the season but i rather that now than later you know um and i i think it's great that they have the luxury to kind of manage this without it hurting them because last year there's no way if he was playing like this that they could have like survived it but they can survive it and now they're going home and it's a good chance for him to probably get it back. But also, like, that just adds. So besides their being home, besides them having depth, right, all those things, you know, he'll be at home. So he gets, like, another extra added, like, cushion. So hopefully in this time we can start to see Andrew, you know, again. Um, I still believe in Andrew Wiggins. I think the team needs Andrew Wiggins. So I want him to get back to being Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, I think he'll get there. Um, like you said, the cushion is there. It's built in for him to be able to not necessarily slow play it, but we're waiting for you, but we'll still be good while we're waiting for you. Yeah. Um, and and like you said, he'll he'll get there. It's just a mental thing. It could be a physical thing, getting back in shape um, by not having the ability to train how he really wanted to train over the offseason. Um, but this is what I was alluding to earlier when I put those videos out. Like this team has so many options for multiple different tasks, right? Whether it's scoring, whether it's defending, there isn't a dire need for Wiggins to be the best version of himself yet. Now, when you get to the playoffs, he's going to have to be that for them to win anything substantial. But in the regular season, Moses Moody is there to, to do some of the wing duties, Jonathan Kaminga, Gary Payton, and as far as scoring and stuff as well, those guys are there for him as well. So he he's not we don't we don't need him to be peaking right now. It's just about a matter of him getting back to being confident in his own abilities and rem- and remembering who he is as a yeah, player. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um so yeah, I mean like I said, no moral victories, but I find it very hard to feel like, you know, upset or anything bad, you know, about this team. So I really wanted them to win just because I didn't want them to be like a full two games behind Denver. Yeah. But Denver, look, I, I like they're going to still be very good, um, but they're going to start going on the road a little bit. They don't necessarily have like the hardest teams. But, you know, when you go on the road, that's when, like, things, you know, 
not everyone plays as well on the road, stuff like that. And they are going to be without Jamal Murray. And so over time that, that will, you know, take its course. So, um, they're a really good team regardless. I don't think they're just going to just be dropping games, but I think the Warriors will still have the potential to, to catch them and or pass them, but they have to like really stay very close to them. Yeah. And can't let that gap get too big.